The epistle reading is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, starting in the 8th verse of the 6th chapter. And Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenes, and of the Alexandrians, and of those from Cilicia and Asia, rose up and disputed with Stephen. But they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit which which he was speaking. Then they secretly instigated men who said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes. And they came upon him and seized him, brought him before the council. And they set up false witnesses who said, This man never ceases to speak words against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses delivered to us. Gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. And the high priest said, Are these things so? And Stephen said, You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit, as your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered. You who received the law as delivered by angels and did not keep it, Now when they heard these things, they were enraged. They ground their teeth at him. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. As they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand for the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the monuments of the righteous, saying, If we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. Thus you witness against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up, then, the measure of your fathers. You serpents, you brood of vipers, how are you to escape being sentenced to hell? Therefore I send you prophets and wise men and scribes, some of whom you will kill and crucify, and some you will flog in your synagogues and persecute from town to town, 
so that on you may come all the righteous blood shed on earth, from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, the son of Barakiah, whom you murdered between the sanctuary and the altar. Truly I say to you, all these things will come upon this generation. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate, for I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. May be seated. Oh, what a shocking contrast. Yesterday, as a church, we all celebrated the joyous birth of the Saviour of the world. We contemplated the little child in the crib. We sang Silent Night, and we heard the tide that we heard the tidings of peace for the world. Yesterday, the world was fixated on a humble and a precious infant laying in a manger, and today, suddenly, in stark contrast. We are covered and clothed in blood-red vestments. Today, we stand by as witnesses to the blood that was shed by St. Stephen for the professing of faith in this little child. Today, we hear Jesus' warning of persecution, of Jesus' warning of death and hatred for his namesake. Today, raises so many questions. Is there any connection between Christmas and the martyrdom of Stephen? How are we to understand this? Does it mean we should not take the beauty and the peace of Christmas too seriously? It's a nice story, but the reality is different, right? The reality is different. Beloved, this um, interpretation would be incorrect. The church's long tradition of celebrating the memorial of St. Stephen after Christmas does not sever or does not serve, sorry, to demote Christmas, but to continue it and to manifest more clearly an important meaning of the Christmas celebration. So Jesus, the God of creation, Jesus the God of the universe steps out of eternity, puts on human flesh. Jesus becomes a man. He becomes a vulnerable child so that he might also find a place in our hearts. We see this visually presented in the Christmas story. The Christ child is literally lying in the heart of humanity. We can only fully understand Jesus' birth in the light of being born in humanity's heart, in your heart and in my heart. So after Christmas, after the birth of the baby Jesus, we must also contemplate the birth of the church, the church as a child. Now when Jesus comes to dwell in our hearts, that cannot remain without effect it really makes a difference whether we let him in or we don't. When he who can do all things dwells within us, he transforms our hearts and thus makes a difference in our attitudes towards one another and towards life. It reminds us that the birth of Christ 
requires everything from us. We must be ready. We must be willing to give our lives to him completely and without reserve. The birth of the saviour of the world means we must engage and arrange our lives in a new order and commit to choosing him above all else, even above our own lives. It means we must be ready and willing to sacrifice everything for Jesus. That means living selflessly. That means living faithfully to the most holy of wills. Jesus is the reason for the season. And we often hear that. And this is very true. He is the reason for life and the reason to give our lives without reserve. We see that in St. Stephen's life. As one of the first deacons, he had a twofold task. He was assigned to the service of tables, the service of love to the poor. He did that as the apostles uh, uh, arranged for him to do that so that they could spend more time preaching and teaching, the scripture tells us. But since he had the gift of preaching, he also performed this ministry of truth. And Stephen trusted in Jesus, devoted himself wholeheartedly to these tasks. And because of that devotion, Stephen was stoned. Because he preached of Jesus as the Son of God and he was considered a blasphemer. He was considered a blasphemer. Now, we might think that if Stephen had been a little bit more considerate of the understanding and the passions of his Jewish brothers for the oneness of God, he had spoken more carefully about Jesus Maybe he would not have been stoned and he could have continued to preach Jesus and he could have done more good. But St. Stephen made no compromises concerning the truth. He proclaimed the Jesus who revealed himself and he proclaimed the Jesus that he had come to know. But he does not proclaim this truth by way of violence or by way of hatred but in love and self-giving. Until the last moment, he forgives the men who killed him. As Jesus prayed for those who killed him, so St. Stephen prayed also. Lord, do not count this sin against them. And his witness, his death, was fruitful for the church. The remembrance of his witness, for example, probably helped Saul later to accept Christ's message and thereby to become the great apostle Paul. St. Stephen is an example to all of us of faithfulness to Jesus, an example of holding fast to the truth in love. This is an example of the way we all should want to go. However, this way is not an easy way. It's not always easy to avoid straying too much in one or another direction. For example, to give up truth for the sake of love or to give up love for the sake of truth. There is, at times, an overwhelming pressure on faithful Christians that in order to be tolerant, one must abandon the claim of truth. That in order to be tolerant, one must not proclaim or hold to faith as truth or even as true. 
because such an adherence, such a conduct leads to intolerance and to hatred, many people would say. But the example of St. Stephen shows us that the world needs the witness of the truth. And St. Stephen's example shows us that it is possible to preach this truth in steadfast conviction and yet without violence but in love and in self-giving. So let us all reflect this day upon the demand imposed upon us by the birth of the Saviour of the world. From an earthly perspective, this demand can appear overwhelming. But from the perspective of faith, we recognise that Jesus' birth is nothing more than an opportunity for us to enter into new life. So, beloved, we are all called to enter into a life of grace and a life of total self-giving. Let us all embrace this Christmas celebration by looking at ways that we, can, that we are being called to give of ourselves more completely. Do not be afraid to give everything to God and to others. It's a sacrifice worth giving and it is made possible by this precious child. Please pray with me. Lord, as we continue this glorious celebration of your birth, help us to understand the effect that your coming amongst us must have on our lives. Help us to clearly perceive your invitation to give ourselves completely to your glorious will. May your birth instill in us a willingness to be born anew into a life of selfless and sacrificial giving. May we learn to imitate the love that St. Stephen had for you and to live that radical love in our lives. Lord Jesus, we trust in you. And all God's people said, Amen.